Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up. I'm your co-host Harith, and I have with me your co-host Vikas. We have a very exciting, content-packed episode for you today. It's all about writing a speech. Let's say you have another seven to ten days, and you have to give a speech or a presentation. Maybe you're in a final year college, and you have to pitch the report to a panel. You want to invest. I mean, uh, you have a startup idea. You want to pitch it to a, a group of investors, uh, or you have to give a Toastmaster presentation. You're sitting in front of your screen. You can watch. You can see your cursor blinking, and you have no clue where to start. This episode is all about that. The typical process that one goes through. to write a speech from top to bottom so because when is the last time you wrote a speech uh, come to think of it i was actually writing a speech last week <laughs> okay uh, about this uh, about this football tournament we had back in college uh, mm-hmm. 11th standard so i was in 11a and we had a long running rivalry with another section uh, 11c so i was writing about uh, how competition can either bring people closer or drive a wedge between them oh okay it wasn't for any event in particular but uh, you know i just keep writing these speeches from time to time dude oh wow uh, okay. when i read an interesting article or have a good conversation with someone uh, or you know when you watch a movie and you have this Some realization. sudden realization yeah. <laughs> right yeah so i just like to pen it down and Mm, that's actually a really good habit because you already have a huge catalog of speeches and you can just pick one if the situation demands it. It's a very good habit to maintain, I think. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do when you have to write a speech? Uh, you see, even before I start writing a speech, if it's something that's very important and I have to put a lot of thought, I think of few things even before writing the first word. i call this the prechecks now i have three prechecks that i typically go through the first precheck is quite common it's very popular among writers and speakers uh, it's very popular it's called identify the purpose now what is it that you're trying to achieve by giving the speech right uh, now purpose can be broadly categorized into four buckets it could either be to inspire an audience if you're a company founder and you want to inspire the vision to your uh, employees it goes in this bucket the second bucket is to educate you've gained some new knowledge and you want to bring others up to speed on this knowledge it's uh, it comes under that bucket third purpose could be to entertain you just want to have some fun you just want the audience to laugh it's a stand up comedy gig or something right and the final bucket is persuade which is more often than not the hardest where people are thinking and used to a certain level uh, or a certain uh, product or a routine and you want to persuade them to say that you know that's not really good you might want to try this so those are the four buckets you can right. it's either to inspire or to educate or to entertain or to persuade most speeches usually fall under one of these buckets or an intersection of two of these buckets Mm-hmm. and having that at the back of your mind will really help when you actually start writing the speech or an article or a blog like like this is a very very general uh, tactic which a lot of people use the second precheck is keeping the audience in mind now i think this is very very important um firstly i think of the age group 
right uh, how old are the audience if they are millennials i'll usually just have a very casual language and if it's not if it's uh, i mean i don't want to say older people but if it's people who are more stringent and uh, not used to a very casual setting i might uh, you know decide more and have a more formal keep it more keep formal, it more formal yeah. exactly um the second thing is concept familiarity which again um, is about the audience but how much does the audience already know about the topic that they're going to talk about uh, for instance uh, i had recently uh, my company recently sent me to a client location along with this mentor of mine and we had to pitch the solution to the client uh, and tell them how it, it it's it, it's beneficial to them later on we realized we are not going to be pitching it to the engineers who will implement it but to the group of executives so we can't go into the deep semantics of the tech right we have to be a little more surface level about the business impacts and how this will change in turn their customers uh, and what is the return on investment for you guys so uh, or again if you're just teaching physics are you teaching it to a group of physicists or uh, to people who don't know much about physics so how familiar is the audience about your concept so i think these two really help keeping the audience in mind right. and i think whether it's a blog article or a speech you really need to keep your audience in mind it's it's very easy to get lost in your own thoughts makes sense yeah and the final precheck is the message end of the day what is the seed i want to plant on the audience's head when i walk away after the speech or a presentation what is it i want them to take away what is uh, the final thought i want to leave them pondering about and ruminating about so i think those are the three prechecks and this is even before mind you writing the speech even before you put in the first word on the exactly speech, right? exactly uh, because that really helps you come up with content and think where to propel this and maneuver the speech forward yeah that's a really good thing to keep in mind right uh, the purpose actually tells you what you want to convey be it inspire educate entertain uh, or persuade as you mentioned and also the audience age group how familiar they are with what you're going to say and finally the most important uh, arguably the most important right, the right. message of your speech yes yes correct and all this is like you said even before you write the first word but yeah now that you have these three in your mind you have the prechecks in you have to actually start writing and because dude you already mentioned that you write a lot of speeches and i know that about you that you do sit and write a lot of articles blogs books speeches everything how do you just get into that writing process how do you just sit and start writing what is that process that you go through so there are two ways we can go about this um first is of course the most uh, obvious and honestly the most comfortable way is to just wait for inspiration to strike and when it does uh, you don't need anyone telling you to write you just sit and start writing but more often than not that's not the case right so there's uh, an approach suggested by stephen king he says that he used to set aside a particular amount of time and would ensure that he writes something in that uh, period now it doesn't have to even make sense uh, there were times where he used to write a lot of uh, junk really isn't the right word to use when he's the one writing but 
I mean, even if he threw them away, it didn't matter. He would ensure that he would write something. Mm, whether it goes into the book or not. Yeah. This allows you to have a certain schedule. Uh, I tried this actually when I wrote my novel. Uh, I did try to set aside about 15 to 13 minutes a day and try to write at least one paragraph or a page of my book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it did work when I had a long... Uh, gap of not writing anything this method actually was helpful but the most content that I write is uh, again when inspiration strikes so uh, rather than uh, worrying about the methods of writing a speech uh, what I can say is more importantly write whatever is in your mind at this moment you don't have to worry about whether it's an introduction or conclusion to your speech and you don't have to start writing from the first or second of what you're going to say. If you have a story in mind, just write it down. It doesn't matter where that story fits in your uh, entire speech. You can work on that later. Mm-hmm. But once you have something on the paper, it will become much more easier to write the rest of your speech and uh, in the end, we can always structure it. But what's important is starting. Getting the words as out they there, say, yeah. To start is being half That's done. usually the right. hardest step, actually getting down to write. So yeah, that, that's your next tip, guys. Schedule about half an hour to one hour chunk every single day and make sure you put words on that screen now that you have the pre-checks. That, those words might actually go into the speech or might not. But that comes later. Just get words. And that's actually, I mean, that's a beautiful tip. Clearly, it's worked for Stephen King. Uh, so yeah, he's yeah. released so many books in a short span of time. So it, it, yeah. it is bound to work, uh, especially for writers and speakers. Especially when you have a writer's blog. I mean, everyone has that. And this is a very good method to get over that. Mm-hmm. But, but speaking of writer's blog, now I did say that write down the story that you have in mind, but... There are times where you can't seem to think of a single story to match the situation. I I know this has happened to me. Mm -hmm. I want to say something, but I just can't remember any stories to convey that message at that time. Right, uh, right. Has this happened to you? Yeah, actually a, uh, what do you do? I mean, it's it's a very beautiful concept. Uh, Any topic or uh, or any message that you want to get across, I feel the single best way to do that is through personal stories because you really end up connecting with the audience and they put themselves in your shoes and they really understand what you're trying to convey. But with that, uh, this is something which I learned from Eric Meandis, uh, who's uh, who's one of the speakers in Mind Valley. And this is in fact something I used to do back in college as well. And this is something that truly changed my life. I kid you not. It is maintaining a story journal. Uh, Now, this is not the same as diary writing uh, or or maintaining a regular journal. It's about maintaining all the stories that you have told during the course of your life. Anytime a certain emotion that happens or anytime I find myself sharing a story with a group of friends or even one friend, I put this down on Evernote. I really wish I can just share my screen right now and show you guys. But (laughs) after three to four years of doing this, you will have a huge repository of stories that you can just pull from. And then you just tag it. 
let's say it's a uh, it's 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 a, it's a it's a story that happened at home with your mother or sister just tag it with family family stories or some business story that you discussed with your founder tag it with business or you 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 went on a trek and you had some adventure so tag it with travel so you will have all these tags and let's say you're giving a uh, a presentation some day about the things i learned from solo traveling and you just type travel and immediately you have all the entire list of travel stories that you've experienced in your life and you can just pick few of them That's throw like them in having an entire uh, library of stories to yourself yeah yeah exactly and trust me guys your life is the best story book that you can pick stories from and it's it's a, it's very 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 powerful and it it helps you understand yourself in some regard so yeah if you don't uh, have the habit of journal writing i would say start today that that's a wonderful tip harit and uh, for the listeners uh, let me tell you uh, i have seen what harit has written in his journal and it's pages long there are tons <laughs> of stories right there uh, on his evernote that sadly we can't share right now <laughs> but yeah there's your uh, third tip journal writing or, or rather tagging your stories into a journal i think that's a better way to put it yeah and this is uh, not just a tip for writing a speech i mean i i could go so far as to say that it's a life tip <laughs> okay yeah no, seriously like uh, imagine you're sitting with your uh, friends or your family and a certain topic comes up and instantly that triggers a, a story in your head uh, sort of like a mind palace of your own that you can pick random stories from and say it out right uh, right that's really cool right to be honest you have a huge pool to just pick from you don't have to think much about it and of the day it's your stories yeah but yeah so now you have a precheck you know what your speech is supposed to do you have a technique where you can just sit and get words out no matter what and you have a huge list of stories which you can just pick from and throw it in your speech depending on the purpose now what what else do we need to write a speech structure harit yes structure structure so how do you structure a speech you have a lot of content you have a lot of words how do you orient this in a very digestible fashion so there's this uh, saying that's pretty popular in toastmaster groups right when it comes to structure there are only three things you need to do one tell them what you're going to tell them two tell them and three tell them what you've told them <laughs> that's pretty much it really uh, it basically translate to having an introduction uh, then your story or your message and finally con- a conclusion which summarizes everything you said earlier of course there are several ways to uh, start a speech there are several ways you can tune your introduction to your purpose uh, again this purpose is something you would have decided before even writing your word right uh, but we'll uh, delve into that later in the coming episodes but for now just uh, remember introduction your story and then conclusion that's pretty much it when it comes to structure 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So you have a clear-cut structure how to orient your speech. Uh, so now you have a lot of words. You have written down a lot. You've spent days uh, just writing down a lot of content. You have structured it accordingly: an intro, story, and a conclusion. Uh, so let's say you have too much content. How do you decide what stays and what has to be removed before? you uh, put that into actual speech because i think I, i know that that's a problem a lot of people face how do you decide what stays and what goes out that's a very relevant point that you brought out harit um, often times we have so much content and our story goes for so long that it just doesn't fit mm-hmm. i know that most speeches do have a time limit for for instance if it's a toastmaster speech it's about 5 to 7 minutes Uh, if you're giving a keynote address or an educational session it's usually not more than 20 minutes and you have to ensure that everything you're going to say has to fit in that slot and uh, for me this has sort of become a habit really um and credit goes to my high school english assignments to be honest so uh we had this of uh, the all the icsc folks will relate to this we had a 10 mark component for pressy writing okay now pressy writing is when you condense say a 200 word comprehension into a 60 word segment now there's a hard limit on the 60 words and here's the catch you cannot paraphrase you cannot write your interpretations and you have to ensure that uh, everything the composition comprehension has to convey is conveyed but in 60 words mm-hmm. so my english teacher gave uh, this tip to us uh, she told us to draw lines and make 60 boxes in our uh, answer sheet and write one word per box and once we hit 60 that's it we can't write any more god you have to uh, try to remove the content maybe some words or punctuations your uh, prepositions and try to adjust them word by word mm, exactly 16 and for all those more. yeah exactly i swear like even two words plus or minus would make you lose marks i mean how crazy is that thank god i don't pick icc dude <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously that helped me uh, with reducing the content now it, it just comes naturally i keep cutting it down Uh, so this reminds me of another saying right although this holds true more for uh, legal documents and constitutional uh, rules it goes like this your final draft should be so concise that even if you remove a single word out of it the entire document should crumble wow okay basically brevity is the soul of wit yeah absolutely now you can apply the same to writing a speech although no need to go to such an extent but if you need to uh, reduce your words pick a sentence and if your speech still makes sense after removing that just cut it out and keep doing that until you reach your optimal uh, word count mm-hmm. and for those who are struggling with this i really do recommend uh, practicing pressy writing just pick a comprehension from a newspaper or any article 
that you find online and try to reduce that into a it doesn't have to be 60 words uh, but try to reduce that without losing the essence of the meaning yeah, especially our cbc and state folks really need to catch up on that front <laughs> but yeah that's your final tip guys uh, if you have a lot of content use prezi writing strategy to decide what stays and what goes out and structure your speech using tell them what you're going to tell them tell them and tell them what you have told them right which i think pretty much wraps it up it's, it's a beautiful way to just start and all the way till your final conclusion yeah i think this should take you through most of the speeches first i'd ensure all the pre-checks are satisfied the purpose the audience and the message you want to convey and for the day-to-day process you need to have a journal by tagging each of your stories into them and when it when the time is right just pick one and use that for your speech uh, finally if you're struggling to write try the jumping right into it approach where you set aside a particular time and write anything and everything that comes into your mind in that time so structure we already discussed and that, that should that, that should be it actually to end with I, i'd like to quote abraham lincoln here uh, he said if you have 8 hours to cut a tree spend the first 6 hours sharpening your knife <laughs> or axe rather wow. yeah it should be an axe <laughs> you can't cut a tree with a knife <laughs> but yeah it, it's an axe the the point is sharpening your axe is equivalent to writing your speech before practicing it you spend a lot of time doing this and might as well do it right so now that we've learned how to write a speech we will have dedicated episodes on introduction storytelling and conclusion be sure to watch out for that so thank you for tuning in today and remember you too can talk your way up